This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. The Geeks Right. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome in Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White. I'm here with uh, Jeremy Thompson and Wiltz Couture. And we have uh, a roundup of another busy week in the world of tech coming up for you. We would love to get your uh, thoughts, your questions. If you've got any, uh, any problems you need us to troubleshoot, as always, the guys are here to take those questions from you and try to help you out in those ways. Uh, some calls we've received in the past. If you've got uh, an update for us, if you've found your way to the bottom of your problems or solved them or if you're still digging around for that solution, check back in with us. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Today's topic is about cell phone usage and its effect on your life, whether it be positive or negative. And I would think that uh, we'd we'd have great response from our listening audience today because you do not have to be a techie, you do not have to be a geek, you do not have to be a nerd to have an informed opinion about cell phone usage and its effect on your life. So. Um, its effect on your children, its effect on your relationships, uh, your day-to-day life, your work life. Um, how does that affect your life? How does cell phone usage, uh, do you know people where it takes over? Do you know people that are too reliant on social media or they spend too much time on social media or maybe they connect mm, their feelings of happiness based on what they see on social media do you see that there are people in your life, maybe, or people that you know, that don't stop to smell the roses, so to speak, that instead of living in the now and enjoying and experiencing the thing in front of you for what it is, everything in your mind is framed as a social media post. Oh, this is going to be so awesome. Oh, this is going to be so awesome. You know, everybody's um, got to see what I'm eating instead of me just enjoying what I'm eating. <laughs> right. So we would love to hear from you with regard to that. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Jeremy, good morning. How is it? Hey, good morning, you guys. I'm doing all right. How's uh, how, are, how are things going uh, in the Hub City with uh, computer doctors? Uh, things are pretty good, man. I've been uh, working on some uh, fun issues this week. Got a, uh, gaming rigs, got some overheating issues, had to clean it up, put a new fan on it. Got a uh, alien wherever it's like dead still working on that one and um i've been able to um to push a few ssds this week to get people to understand the difference between old school and new school so i'm really excited about that i I can't wait to hear their uh their input on how much they like it 
because once you go solid state, you just don't go back. So give me a give me a if you can uh, in about a minute or so, give me a 30,000 foot view for folks who have no idea what the difference between the two is or why you would need one versus the other or to convert from one to the other. Give me a give me the 30,000 foot view of that argument. Sure. So uh, at this point, um, SSDs are at an affordable place uh, in comparison to hard disk drives. Um, the SSD works like the memory in your phone does, so it's all flash-based. There's nothing. There's no spinning parts. There's nothing mechanical. It's all electronic, so it works much faster. Whereas our older style of drives, which are still very relevant, by the way, um, they have mechanical parts moving inside them, which makes them a little bit slower to pull things up. Now, you can get faster drives, but there's still a physical limitation as to how quickly that device can pull that data. So with an SSD, you don't, you don't have that issue. Um, one way I can explain it to people is um, if you're booting up your computer and you don't have an SSD, you'll notice that little ring going around when you boot up Windows. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that ring go around a few times. Well, with an SSD, you might see three of those dots and then boom, Windows is loaded. Basically so, speed. Yeah, speed. and it, it, it makes all the difference in the world. Now, hard disk drives are still very useful for storage-based purposes because SSDs – the size of them, if you want a two terabyte one, you're going to pay about 300 bucks for it. Whereas mm. if you want a two terabyte hard disk drive, you're going to pay about mm, probably about 100 bucks. So they're not quite there price wise yet, but as far as speed and performance goes, they are unrivaled. Excellent. Uh, Wills, man, what's been going on uh, uh, in the IT world? What's been happening in your, in your world? Well, let's see. Um... Same thing you're always doing on the corporate side, it seems. Always looking for the latest, greatest viruses. We're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of phishing attempts. That's phishing with the pH. Yeah. Uh, are really increasing over the whole coronavirus um, thing. A lot of a lot of misinformation. I think, and you kind of, I don't know if you mentioned that on the on the intro or if we were talking about it off air, but just a lot of misinformation kind of going on out there um, about that. So. So I've been doing a lot of that, trying to do some user education, trying to get people to understand what to look for, what not to fall for. Yeah, uh, basically look for those to look for those false flags. It's interesting uh, with regard to news and how it travels and how we kind of have to try to filter news because there's so much of it out there and so much of it is slanted one direction or the other. And I understand the purpose of that. Um, it's Some a of it's worth about what you pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're, I mean, they're businesses and they're trying to reach their demos or whatever. Yeah. But, um, man, there is a lot of information out there. And I try to stay away from negative news, which means I basically don't watch news or listen to news very often. Because it's almost all negative. Well, it's like what they say, what, uh, right? what bleeds leads. Right. Absolutely. But with this coronavirus, it's like, you. okay, so this seems like it's like some sort of giant epidemic, but it's on the other side of the world. How could this really affect me? And I see some stuff and I'm like, that's going to get here eventually, I would guess. Am I totally uninformed, right? Total shot in the dark, just thinking about it. And then I see a story that, you know, there are some folks, uh, some some Americans who are being returned to the United States who have been confirmed for coronavirus, like and they're them, taking them to, like, Anniston, Alabama, 
to be quarantined. I'm like, that's entirely too close to where Jay lives. Yes, it is. You know, it's, it's, I, it's why, why can't we, why can't that happen in uh, Saskatoon or something like that? Why has that got to be an Aniston? Anyway. Maybe uh, a little island somewhere. Right. You know? There's been some reports of some of it being in Texas. My wife went to Texas this week on business. One of my kids was like, it's been great knowing you. You're going to come back with the coronavirus and we're all going to die. But it, just that, that coronavirus, that's interesting. And of course, anytime there's something that can be negative in the news, you have these people that are going to try to take oh. advantage of people who don't know better. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've always said if you really want to see what's going to be going on in the tech world, especially from a security or scam or any kind of other thing, just look at the news. Yeah. Whatever is hot and going on in the news, that's what's going to drive your latest scams. And, you know, um, for example, whenever you have natural disasters, you start getting the, you know, a lot of money scams there. Oh, you know, donate money on over here. And it's yeah. really just donating it to some hacker somewhere. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I don't know with the coronavirus thing. It's like, yeah, it's a serious thing. But I have to sit there and think also. I saw um, one of my friends who's a doctor posted and said, yeah, you know, it's it's. It's unfortunately killed the people that it's killed, but let's go ahead and look at how many regular old influenza that's right here, right now, right next to you, basically, has already killed this year. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, in comparison, it's another virus that we, we almost overlook. So, yeah, I don't know. So, I think uh, the news uh, was this week, what was the CDC put out something about, you know, this reaching pandemic stage, and I don't exactly know what that means, but... That doesn't sound good, I guess. Is that higher on the demic stage than EPA? Uh, yeah, but maybe, yes. uh, you know, lower than, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, freak out demic. Anyway, Jeremy, what were you going to say? I was going to say that uh, Facebook has actually uh, taken to uh, moderating their ads. Uh, there have been uh, ads that have been coming up saying that they're secure for the coronavirus and all this stuff. They're shutting all that down. They've, they've blocked all of that, so... That's a good thing to hear that Facebook is doing. It is. But, you know, that's with, with Facebook and like YouTube uh, specifically and then Instagram to a certain extent. Um, these social media platforms are trying to police the information that's being dispersed on these platforms, which are especially. Well, no, all three of them, but specifically Facebook and YouTube. There are so many users. The platform is so wide scale. It's beyond being able to be controlled. But these companies try, and especially at, it's way out of the box now, right? The, pay, the toothpaste is all over oh, the yeah. place. You're not going to get it back in the tube. It, to a certain extent, it's almost I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how these companies can try to come back and get on, get over on top of these things and try to, to contain it and try to get back to it. Maybe it's just face value, you know. Like I know well, Google and Facebook is, are publicly traded companies, and maybe they just have to show face value that they're trying or something, but. Man, that seems like an incredibly impossible uphill task. Well, it's not so much that they're uh, censoring the content on Facebook. They're just censoring the ads. Not censoring them, but blocking them entirely so that somebody can't be out there touting a miracle cure because there's not one. Right. You know, but I mean, I, I had to start thinking at some point, you know, I guess I'm of that opinion. Let it all just kind of go on there. You know, I mean, at some point, people have to start becoming accountable for themselves and realizing just because you read it on the Internet doesn't mean it's true. Just because Ethel down at the corner store said it doesn't make it <laughs> factual. you got to actually, and that's something I've always tried to teach my kids, like don't just take someone's opinion as, you know, the gospel, basically. I've even told them, don't necessarily take my opinion for it. You can, you know, fact check me. I mean, I'm, you know, we're all, we're all, I hate to use the word biased, but I guess that's the only real word for it. We're all kind of biased based on our own experiences, et cetera. Um, 
yeah, so sometimes I'm like looking at that as like, if you really go onto Facebook and you believe the Onion or Babylon Bee, <laughs> then you got a whole different problem. There's a lot of satirical sites, uh, you know, from the military side. You got one called Duffel Blog. You know, there's a lot of satirical sites that will put in big bold letters. This is a satirical site. This is not real, and yet I'll still see people sharing it like it's. Oh, there's you know, no doubt. It's like the absolute truth. It's like, oh my God, this real. I'm like, come on, really. You know, no. Have you ever have you ever fallen victim of that? Like everybody does that the first time, right? You see a link with some sort of outlandish headline. I mean, I I remember falling victim of that once. Like this is crazy. This is stupid. And then Shane, look how dumb these people are. And then the joke is on you. And you, you you learn to never do that again. It's like, you know, right. really, the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot did not get married. <laughs> it didn't happen. But somebody believes that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, before we take this first break, today, um, what we want to get into when we get back, we'll talk with the guys here. We would love to hear from you in our audience. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Again, that's one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Today, it's about cell phone use and its control over your life or its effect on your life. Is it a positive effect? Is it a negative effect? Do you battle with it? Do you try to contain it to being a positive effect? Sometimes it spills into being a negative effect. Is it because of social media? Uh, Is it because of addictions, of watching certain, you know, YouTube and things like that? And, you know, always looking for those updates or social media sites and Facebook and seeing what the friends are up to. Does it control your kids' lives? How hard do you have to work to keep your kids from being controlled by cell phones? And when do you start kids on cell phones? What's the age? What's the magic number there? 1-877-MPB-RING. This is Everyday Tech on Think Radio. We'll be back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. I did it. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I am Jay here with Wilts and Jeremy. Not supposed to say welcome back. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I just doubted myself. Dang, I'm breaking all the rules. I'm he's, brand uh, new at this. I'm terrible. Can we start this moving. break over? He's we start this whole slowly segment. Slowly yeah. At the speed of sound. Oh, yeah. We still got to make those t shirts. <laughs> yep. So today it's about uh, cell phones and their control or lack thereof over your life. 1 877 MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. It's got a text from a boss meeting after the show. Okay, <laughs> that's probably cool. Uh, so, what's, what's that angry look on his face outside the window there? <laughs> there are some statistics here, guys, that I want you to comment on before we dig into your personal experiences. With let's see, there he is. He's coming to kill me. Um, <laughs> users spend on average two hours and fifty one minutes a day on their smartphones. You think that's high or low? you're looking at if you're thinking about that stat i think low i kind of think that's low too jeremy what do you think yeah i think that sounds low in comparison 
the quality time people spend with their families amounts to less than 45 minutes per day. What do you think about that stat, high or low? I think that's low, too. I think it just depends. But I think that's low. Um, I think it's also subjective. What do you consider quality time? Is quality time watching a movie together? That's true, yeah. I mean, because there's two hours right there. Um, <clears throat> is quality time, you know, like one of our rules, for example, when we're at the table, when we're eating, and we try to make it a point to eat at the table. I mean, you know, every now and then it's like, hey, let's grab some TV trays and watch us, you know, movie together or something and, and we'll eat while we're doing it but at the table no it's phones away for adults and kids yeah. and uh i don't know i would hope that that's low maybe, maybe that's a better way of putting it i would hope that number's low that number is super low but also just think about it guys because i think everybody has kids except for uh jeremy uh, way to go buddy um <laughs> he's, got, he's, got, he's got dogs they count right yeah yeah well uh absolutely they do it costs <laughs> just as much as a kid um but uh think about it man for most people you get off of work at five o'clock 4.30 if your boss is a nice guy. Um, but then you got to go get the kids from after school practice or whatever they're doing. That's You're at the house. You have to cook. And everybody's supposed to be in bed, especially if you got little ones, by 8.30, um, 8 o'clock. You spent what? Maybe 45 quality minutes because you're doing something, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're doing something, you're getting people together, homework, you know, how was your day? I guess you just have to pick those spots. I would like to be in bed by 830 myself, actually. I'm totally so supportive. So you get your kids idea. in bed by eight thirty. Yeah, I mean, good, good on you. I, I looked at uh, WebMD and I just went off of what they're saying. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Got I go, not going to tell you what we do at the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this one? Fifty-eight percent of smartphone users don't go an hour without checking their phones. I would totally I believe, believe that. that. You think that's high or low though? Fifty-eight percent. I would say that's low too. I think that's low. I mean, come on, think about it. Everyone knows smartphone. Restroom break is required. <laughs> I mean, you can't well, read you the air fresh cans those, anymore. Uh, those toilets built at a 13% decline to make you <laughs> to get people off the toilet. <laughs> Good grief. Jeremy, what do you think about that? 58% of smartphone users don't go an hour without checking their phones. That does still sound a little low. Not yeah. even quite average, I would say. I, I don't know. I, I, everybody has a smartphone. Well, here's, and they're looking at it all the time. Here's a little sub stat. Younger people... Um, find it harder. 68% of people from age 18 to 34, 68% they'll go an hour without checking their phones. Uh, as, I as mean, was the, this like a challenge where they like, okay, <laughs> we're going to put you in a room and you don't touch your phone for an hour and then we'll tally that off. Well, of course, I think with any, you know, with, with any kind of, well, what do you, it's subject to what people answer, you know, on right. polls and things like that. So you got to be honest. So you got to, yeah. you get, you've got a built in margin of error there. I mean, as a father of a 17- and an 18-year-old, that number's low. 68% is low? Yeah, it's low. Yeah. And you get I a, would expect uh, at a least noti- 75. You get That's a notification like every 30 minutes. Oh, my so, Lord, especially if you're on like anything like Snapchat and all that. I mean, I've just seen my daughter's phone, for example, just light up, light up, light up. She can just be sitting there for a minute, and there's like seven or eight <laughs> notifications that come through. I'm like, what in the heck are y'all talking about? And you're going to check those. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, I mean, well, she's going to check those. Yep. I, I get so many notifications, it's almost like I've learned to block them out now. And that's I, not the point, right? I turn off all the notifications on my phone. Yeah, I Same. don't have notifications running at all. I don't want anything popping up. If I want to check it, like even Facebook or anything else, I only see it if I go into the app. It's not going to sit there and bing at me the whole time. I just I can't 
I can't stand the thing going off on me like that. Well, I think I've maybe this is how I've rationalized it to myself. I do have notifications on specific apps. Yes. Every time I, down, I download something new, it wants to fire a, a thousand notifications. I mean, I'm like, get that out of here right now. Get that out of there. So I've kind of uh, curated my notification feed, so yeah. to speak. But one thing that, I mean, I turn my ringer off. And in it, like the uh, operating sounds, uh, you know, the, the OS sounds and things like that, the tickety-tacks and things like that, pops and stuff. Yeah. I have all of that turned off. Like, I don't, I, I don't remember what my ringtone is because... That more than anything else with the, you know, specifically if you get a lot of calls like mm -hmm. I and now these days I get these robo calls all the time. I don't know how my number got in that system or whatever, but I get robo calls all the time. And I just don't want to I, I don't want to hold that against my phone, which I've done yeah. in previous times of my life. I've gotten so many calls that I, I just I hold it against using the phone. Like, I don't like talking on the phone because I've had so much of that junk before in different yeah. parts of my life. So, uh, yeah, I don't even, I just, I turn that volume all the way off. And so kind of notifications are, are my way of being able to quickly see what's been going on, what I need yeah. to check back into, when I'm ready to address it on my phone. How do you guys handle that? Well, see, and that's what's really cool about that, though, is here's the thing. All of us sitting around here, we can all do it a different way that works for us. And that's probably a really good point on our subject here is it's not a one-size-fits-all. You can customize all this to yeah. what you want. Now, you know, nature of my job, I can't turn my ringer off. I, I'm technically on call 24-7. Um, you know, mm -hmm. IT stuff breaks in the middle of the night. I've yeah. got to attend to it. Now, I do set do not disturb times to try to give me some quiet time um, sleeping. Like I said, for me, I turn off notifications just because... I know I'm drawn to that flash or that pop-up on the screen. Yeah. It will draw me in. So the best thing for me to do is, you know, for me, not to have it there. Um, you know, my daughter, I think she gets every notification possible. <laughs> uh, for the robocalls, by the way, you can turn on anonymous call reject. So that might be something. Yeah. Um, if you don't know the number. But you know, like your daughter, right. you said she gets every notification. For a lot of people, it's like currency. It's like personal oh, yeah. currency. It's like it, it's... it's uh, <clears throat> Almost like some sort of a justification of feeling good about yourself that you get all these things from all these different places. Well, and we know it's funny you mentioned that, Jay, because they've done studies on that, and you actually get a little release of dopamine every time you get a, <laughs> a notification on your phone or you know, a Facebook message or a like or whatever. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I just don't know how they're able to keep up with it. But then I've also found out, too, just from having – teenagers like there's this whole social rules thing you know like with read receipts and everything else like you know what you can and can't do in other words if you don't respond to somebody in such and such time then you must be mad at them or if you left the, if you leave them on red without responding and there's like all of these social i don't know garbage um, but just these rules that these kids actually have amongst each other and their communications with each other and Oh, you know, he left me on 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 red for an hour, or you know, she's oh, not read receipts things. Nah, every nah. one of those is turned it off. For it me. ain't your business when I read that, or if I've read it, or if I'm responding to you or not. I'll yep. get to you when I wanna. See, that's that's the thing with the cell phones that I really, I really, uh, I guess dislike for the newer generation because there was a point in time where you didn't know where I was. You didn't yep. you if you you know called my house and I didn't pick up the phone, 
you didn't know where I was, and you had to. John know, must be busy. He's doing something. Must be or asleep. But now everybody's expect everybody's expectation is your phone is in your hand all day, every day. Yep. For a lot of people, it's reality. But like you said, Wilts, if you don't respond to me, because I know you have your phone in your hand all day, mm-hmm. you know it's a problem. Oh yeah, don't don't reply to my wife quick enough. I'm gonna start getting a little question mark. It's like, where are you at? Where are you? It's like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing this work thing, um, you know, but we have we've gotten so much to where we want instant replies, instant satisfaction. What happens if you go to YouTube and you click on a video and it doesn't start for two or three seconds? All of a sudden, you're like, oh, that's just too dang long. I'm going to yeah. move on to something else. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, yeah, I think in a way we've kind of gotten addicted to it. We've gotten used to certain things and, and it's kind of it's kind of taken over. I mean, there's a I've always called my phone the electronic leash. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, my son, he's got his his circle of friends and all those guys. They're actually all on what is that, I think called Life 360. They all know where each other are at at all times. Oh, no, no, no. And, you know, but they do it like, you know, for for like goofing purposes and, you know, they'll mess with well, each other. You know, and stuff, I guess but... like when I was in high school, of course, you've got a whole lot less responsibility. There's oh, yeah. less going on. You know, like I I I. I Rolled in a crew with about four guys that we were pretty tight. That would have been, you know, yeah. I, I think we'd have been down to do that. You oh, know, yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe we could have justified it by that. We got each other's back. We always know where we are at any time, you know, but at the same, at the same time, you know, got to hang up, hang up your boy's jacket sometimes too and leave that sitting over there and go do something else with your life. Oh, man, I see they'll turn it off at some times. But yeah, I mean, you know, like they'll, especially if they have like events going, they'll know, okay, he's going to be here in 10 minutes and they're, you know, getting together. And I, I don't know. Well, Facebook's got the thing now where it'll tell you um, if you've, I guess, if you've granted it access to the certain parts of your phone that can tell it this kind of stuff. It'll tell you when you're close to some of your Facebook friends. Mine won't. Like my, I told it not to, dang my, it. My wife the other day was like, hey, Facebook tells me I'm close to you. And I'm like, yep, right here at the table with you. Yeah. Well, like, so, like for us, the four of us. like. Go I'd ahead, say that's Jeremy. useful for like festivals or malls or something like that, but yeah. it should be on an as-needed basis. It shouldn't just be phoning out your location all the time. So, Jeremy, what about you and notifications? Um, You're a business owner, much, so it's a, a little different, right? I, I'm very much about nuking the notifications. <laughs> um, I really like the versatility that Android offers when it comes to nuking your notifications because you can do like a long press – on your uh, on your notifications bar, and you can hit details. At least on my phone, you can, and then you can go through and you can even tell it what types of notifications you want to get. Like so, for example, show notifications. That would just be regular old text messages. Then, if a message failed, if a reply was sent, and then there's one that just says others, which it doesn't really specify what that is. But I go in there and nuke out like pretty much any app that I've got on my phone. It does not notify me anymore. And I was so glad when Android offered the feature to nuke the notifications because I was I was overwhelmed. I was looking at my phone every day going all the way down to the bottom to that clear all button just to get it all out of the way. Oh, I hit that button often. Oh, yeah. I'm, Absolutely. You know, you, you look at three or four things. You're like, OK, OK, OK. None of this is important. Clear all. Yay. <laughs> Whoever really needed me will get back to me uh, again soon. Yeah, have Hopefully. your machine call my machine. Right. one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number. one 672 7464 Today we're talking about cell phones and their effect on your life. Is it positive? Is it negative? 
Does it con- does do social media? Does it control what you do? Does it take away from your family quality time? Does it take away from your relationships with your significant other? Does it affect your job, your performance at your job? Let us know. One eight seven seven MPB ring. One eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We come back. We we'll have a stat about how many times the average user touches their phone during a day. Wilts just did it twice. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We'll be back after this timeout. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio with Jeremy and Wiltz. I am Jay. Thanks for listening to MPB's Tech World Show. We haven't really got to any kind of news in the tech world because we've been uh, deep diving into our topic. Uh, all right, so dealing with addictions. That's right. Now you said something interesting right as the intro was coming back for this segment. Um, you said something to the to the, the degree of. Um, I'm addicted to this thing, but I, I like can't stand it. it. Well, you I can't stand I it, but like I'm addicted it. to it or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and it really is. It's like, you know, I, I kind of joke. It's kind of almost like the refrigerator. It's like you're looking for a really good snack, and you open it up, and you go back in there every five minutes thinking that there's going to be, <laughs> a, you know, a miraculous snack's going to appear. You guys um, do that too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so you know, glad I'm not the only one. Oh, definitely. But he, I do the same thing. It's like, okay, oh, I got to go ahead. Let me let me look at Facebook right quick. Anything new? Anything new? I just checked it five minutes ago. Why in the heck am I doing that? Um, but I guess maybe the question is what made me think what your statement made me think is that ha, are the, are cell phones so versatile that so many functions, regular functions of normal life have been regulated to being able to be performed on a cell phone that it kind of it kind of uh, takes up the, those parts of our lives. Is that a good thing? I mean, is that is it a bad thing? You could set the temperature of your house. You can basically answer the door. <laughs> you yeah. can answer the door when it rings. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, you could you could turn lights on and off. Um, maybe there's so much you can do with your cell phone that has nothing to do with calling anybody or even getting on the internet. That's really, probably, that's probably or browsing the, the internet. I should say. Yeah, using it for actual phone calls is probably the, the least thing we right. actually do. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like they do that, um, <laughs> but. You know, well, it's it's like anything, though. I mean, I think it, it's it's like just about anything else. Anything in excess can have its problems. Yeah. You know, you see that with tech. You see that with food. You see that with other addictive things. Anything in excess is definitely a problem. And, um, yeah, it's one I struggle with. One that always aggravates me, too, with the thing is like, you know, my kids, I've mentioned it before, they're both in band. So I go to a, every one of their band concerts that I can ever go to. And like most dads, what am I going to do? I'm going to record it. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And every now and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to record this. I'm going to actually watch it and just listen to it. Yeah. Um, I find myself looking more at life through a screen than looking up and looking at what's in front of me. And I was like, uh, we're, we're coming up, you know, at the end of May, we're going to Disney. And so I'm reading all these different Disney Absolutely, things. Yeah. And people talk about it's like, put the phone down and enjoy the experience. But otherwise, what do you see in the lines? Everyone's on their phone. Right. You know, and they're not sitting there enjoying the experience of it. So I think, yeah, in, in excess, it becomes an issue. Maybe necessarily when you're in line, because that's kind of a time when it's cool, because it helps pass the time, especially when those lines are long and you're going to be in line for, a, you know, a ride for like two hours or something like that. But it's it's everything yeah. else like, oh, uh, Goofy, there's Goofy. He's messing with me. So instead of like, you know, interacting and making it a moment, you want to take a picture and put it on. You know, right. Facebook exactly. or Twitter. Hey, look, I was hanging out with Goofy. And everybody's like, oh, cool. You hung out with Goofy. Okay, come on. That is cool. You got to admit it. It's cool. If you I could hang not. out with Goofy all day. They don't talk, though. Well, that's true. But he can give you really cool like hand movements and he can nod his head a lot. That's true. I mean, that's, there's a lot to be said for that. He can flop around. So, that's what yeah. Goofy's got. Uh, I mean, the big thing is, though, is is Goofy a dog? Yes or no? He has a dog. Yes. You think so? He's yeah. definitely a dog. Or is he a cow? No, he's a dog. But how He's come? a dog who has a dog. Right. So he's a dog with a dog? But isn't yeah. Pluto the dog? Yeah. Now Pluto is a dog. Right. Now Pluto is a dog. Yeah. Well, Goofy what's, is, so what's Goofy? Goofy is, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say before, Jeremy? Um, uh, back on our, our topic here, I, I think yes, that it, just, it requires <laughs> discipline. You know, I mean, you have to, you have to decide for yourself, okay, I'm going to actively try to be conscious of how much I use my phone. And I've mentioned it on previous shows, and I really like the uh, the upgrade to Android 10 where it lets you do um, uh, digital well-being is what it calls it. And it'll tell you you know how much time you used every app on your phone. And my favorite feature now is app timers because I can set a timer on any app I want and say, okay, well, after 30 minutes of using that app, I just get blocked out for the day. And with, like say you were in the middle of something important. Like yesterday, I was sending out emails a lot, and it popped up, and it told me it was about to shut me down. Well, you can ask it for more time. So it doesn't really interfere with your day-to-day operations, just you know, so you can wrap up that last email and then you know check out. Um, I really like that. It has really helped me, and it has also brought to my attention just how much I do indulge myself on a daily basis. So not having the choice to put it down, like, okay, I can't be on uh, – Facebook anymore um, is really nice because it's like, hey, you're out of time for today. You got one hour on social media, boom, you're done. I really, really like that. That is pretty cool. Like, you know, I, that's I haven't seen that on Apple. I don't know if it's out there or not. I know Apple's got just the screen time. It'll show you how much time you're spending on your phone each day, and it'll pop up and give you a notification. So I think Jay, it is on Apple because my wife has an iPhone and she's got timers because she I need she, to look she would. She would hook Facebook straight to her veins otherwise. Just freebase uh, yeah. their Facebook. Um, or TikTok and all those other things, yeah. TikTok, yeah, that's a whole other thing, man. I don't know about TikTok. I keep man, it. It's owned by TikTok. Chinese Chinese government, basically. Oh, it's the tin hat thing, basically. Oh, yeah. don't. Uh, you'll really scare yourself if you read the end user license agreement. You agree that they can use your camera and microphone at any time even if you're not running the application even if you remove the application you've already given them implicit permission to utilize what? and connect to your phone yes what? wow nobody ever reads those things what? it is That's absolutely insane. atrocious what that app will do 
um, what you agree to. Now, they, of course, they say, but we would never do that. So why would you ask me to agree to it? But if you delete the app, they still have, yes. they still have a You've way to have access? Permission. Yes. So According to some uh, of what I've read, they may have been changing some of that, but it, it was catching a lot of flack at one point. And, yeah, I started reading the EULA, and it's like, yeah, you, have, you cannot revoke the access once you give it to them. And they also own all of your videos, so they can use it for whatever they want to. Right. So crazy. I just want to throw my phone in the ocean. Now. I mean, yep. what, what what sense is that? It doesn't have make seen any it? sense. Have you been on TikTok? Have you seen these kids that are just wiggling their arms around to some song? Yes, what is that? My daughter is addicted to it. Yes, I've seen it. I hate it. Okay, right, but so I, I got to admit, I got some of the things on there 10. are kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it has it has some characteristics of of the old Vine. Yeah, which yeah. are good, but there's there's a whole element to it. My youngest daughter really liked it because uh, there are a lot of young people on there that you know, kind of like you were saying, act goofy uh, and kind of show their personality. But you know, if, if you've got somebody young on there, they very easily have access to content that is way above their age. Oh, big time! And, and then they can see and hear things that they shouldn't be anywhere close to rather easily um and that's even if it's even if they don't have an account but somehow it's like on your phone or tablet and they just grab it and go into it i mean there's no safeguard for that uh but anyway tiktok not really what i wanted to get into there but yep. now i uh, hate it like anyway what were you gonna say jerry <laughs> i i pulled out my uh, iphone 10 which is running uh 13.3 and um if you go to uh your settings and you go to screen time uh, if you go down, you can see app limits, and you can set time limits for any app you want. Ooh, I did not know this. There you go. All right, before we go to the phones here, here's that stat that we promised before we went to that last break. The average user touches their phone 2,617 times a day. Okay, that seems high. That seems high? Well, yes. let me say this. I mean, a, a touch constitutes, according to this uh, statistic, a swipe or a tap or anything like that. So, you know, if you're typing, if you're typing out a text, I mean, that, oh, that okay. could be. So every, yeah. every individual swipe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. All right. I, I can believe that. And, and I, I was the same thing. I thought that was pretty high. But then when you, when you consider all those little individual taps, 2,617 actually seems low to me, but 10% of users are qualified as quote unquote heavy users. They touch their phones 5,427 times a day. I'm probably hmm. in that bracket. Yeah, me too, probably. Well, anyway, um, they're just not to use their phone more. That's all. One eight seven seven mpb ring is the number. one 672 7464 Alan and Brandon is up on the phone with us. Alan, good morning. Hey, Jay, uh, Jeremy, and Wilt. I hope y'all are all doing well. Uh, doing wonderful. Yeah, I've got to agree with Wilt. Uh, about using moderation with these things, like like, like everything in life, you've, you've really got to know how to pace yourself and and, and prioritize things appropriately. Because I mean, th- these phones are tools, but if, if you go out to a restaurant and you're interacting with everybody through your phone, then you're the tool and not the device <laughs> any longer. So I mean, very well put. I, I, I mean, it's just. I, it burns me up to go see a bunch of people at a, at a restaurant, and they're supposed to be interacting with one another, and, and they've all got their faces in their phones and stuff. Because that's uh, that's just not cool. I mean, it's uh, it, I mean, there's something to be said for face to face interaction with people, and you can't do it with an electronic device in between you. So uh, 
And that's, uh, Alan, I mean, you touched on something that is maybe one of my biggest pet peeves is when you go to a restaurant and you see uh, a family, you know, or I don't know what's worse if you see a family of four or five and they're all buried in their cell phones or if you see like, you know, a man and a woman or whoever it may be on a date or something like that. And it's just two of them and one or both of them are buried on their cell phones and their interaction with one another is completely dormant. Uh, yeah, because of yeah. cell phones. And I don't want to be judgmental because, you know, maybe they've been talking for a while and there's just a little lull in the conversation. They're going to check up and see what's going on. But I mean, more times than not, that's not it at all. It's just, you know, you're sitting down and you don't have anything, you know, you're directly engaged in and in front of you. So I'm going to grab my phone and do some stuff. All right. I mean, if, if that's what you're going to do, you might as well just go home and lock yourself in the closet and never come out. <laughs> it's about the same thing. But I mean, I will say, I mean, I'm visually impaired, so my phone is a great tool. I mean, I can use it to it'll read mail to me and stuff like that. I mean, I can't read print anymore, so I can hold it over a print, and it'll read it to me and stuff like that. I mean, it's a godsend. I, mean, I can listen to audio books all the time. It's just, it's wonderful. I mean, it's it's a computer in your pocket. So I mean, it is, yeah. It's it's, it's the way things are going. So I mean, I, I still use my desktop computer for email and stuff like that. But I mean, the phone is just it's more and more stuff it can do. It's just it's wonderful. So, uh, anyway, I love the show, guys. Thanks for letting me comment. All right. Thank you, Alan. As yeah. always, we appreciate the call, Alan. All right. Take care. All right. Um, before we take this last break, we're going to take Ann and Savannah after uh, we get back. Uh, but here are some more really uh, interesting stats, or one as we go to break here. Screen time is the third most frequent source of conflict between parents and teens. You want to take a, ga- uh, a gamble, or not a gamble, but a shot at what the other two are? Uh, screen time being screen time being the third. Well, I think all kind of like anything surrounding cell phones or social media. I think that's all bundled in that. Okay. Number two, that's it's thirty one percent. Number two is bedtime. How about that? Hmm, I can see that. Number one is chores. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. One eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. This is Everyday Tech. On MPB Think Radio, we'll be back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Wilts and Jeremy, I'm Jay. Thanks for listening. On this Wednesday morning, one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number. That's 877-672-7464. We're talking about our addiction to cell phones this morning. Uh, before we take this next call, just a couple of more uh, statistics to dig into here. Uh, 41% of teens feel overwhelmed by the number of notifications they receive daily. Seems legit. 
And that stat directly ties into this one. 58% of teens, and you mentioned this something a little bit earlier with one of your kids, Wilts. 58% of teens feel that people generally expect them to respond immediately yep. to notifications. Oh, yeah. I see it every day. I mean, that is, that is a legit They. It is almost timed. It's, it blows me away. It's like I'm, I'm kind of like Java. I kind of remember it's like, eh, you know, I'll uh, I'll holler at you when I holler at you to, with that, yeah. that tethered phone on the wall or, hey, when you got really fancy and had a cordless phone at the house. But that's the thing. The, all four of us, and I'm guessing an overwhelming majority of our audience, have lived a world without cell phones. Yes. And Internet for the most part. So we have had real world training on how to live without this stuff, you know stuffed in your pocket but we get just as addicted to it that's true but at the same time it's almost like it's not something that is hard-coded in your brain like my kids they've never lived in a world without internet or cell phones like they don't don't know if it went away they think it's part they think it's how it's supposed to work it would be a real problem for anybody i would just say under the age of 25 i'm just throwing a number out but Mm -hmm. under the age of 25 it will be a literal problem <laughs> yeah well i would like say it's, it's like i'm 40 right so the thing similar to that with my generation is like television right cable television mm-hmm. um i i don't remember except for when i was extremely young a time when we didn't have at least you know somewhere between 12 and 40 television stations and man i, I could not imagine somebody only having three stations Especially the one without the sports. I mean, I'm a little bit older than that. I remember the three on the dial, and then you might get to the what the UHF button. Yeah, I remember having to do that because I was the remote, by the way. Yeah, you but did, I mean, yeah. but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 48, so I got a couple of years on you. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, it just it was it would be at that time in my life, especially when I was younger. You, I mean, it was foreign to me to think that there were people who lived in this world without TV, you know, yeah, or without. All of these different choices, you know, Cablevision <laughs> yeah. and the 40 stations you get on Cablevision. What, you got, what y'all had three? Mm-hmm. What, what did you watch? Whatever they put on TV, you know. Flipper. Right. I miss Flipper. Kirby the love bug. Mr. Ed. Right. Uh, I can't answer that question. Um, we watched uh, Price is Right in the morning. Um, we watched cartoons in the afternoon. And then we watched Married with Children in a Different World at Night. <laughs> <laughs> And living and and living color whenever you get feeling a little saucy, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. One of my favorite things to really think about, guys, is that like my grandparents, they lived that life of maybe one person on the block had a TV. Now everybody has a TV and computer in their in their pocket. Like just think about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that whole span of sixty, seventy, eighty years. From not from there not being computers to being able to hold a computer in your hand. Yeah. Uh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. We've had uh, Ann in Savannah waiting. Ann, thank you for being patient with us, and good morning. Good morning, and I love your show. Very quickly, we just upgraded to the new um, Apple iPhone 11 from much earlier versions. And on our earlier versions, we had misplaced our passcodes, and we just didn't fool with backups and updates, and we want to make sure we do that going forward. And um, my question is, I'm sorry, my my question is that um, 
we um, I, I read the literature and talked to Apple support, and they said we can back up first. Uh, it's best to back up via um, we have a new Jetpack, and you do it via the Jetpack passcode, and then you can back and then you can set up for automatic backups and auto updates. But how does it just communicate to the Jetpack? Or does it affect our computer? Our computer is an older 2012 laptop. So the Jetpack, are you talking about like a portable Wi-Fi device? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Like, like they call uh, it Wi-Fi or, or whatever. So your question you know, is what now? Okay. So um, so when we when you go through the steps on the phone to, to mm-hmm. set up, to back up your phone, Mm-hmm. Then um, you can do it via. It said you can do it via your uh, to your jetpack. You just get the passcode on the outside of your jetpack and back mm-hmm. it up. And then you can set up to to do automatic updates. Um, you follow the yeah. you know the, the little list. But my my question is, does that just communicate via the phone and the the jetpack or the the, the personal Wi-Fi, whatever you want to call it, or does it also run through the computer? Uh, so it, it's just going to work through that jetpack if that's all that you've got connected to it. But your actual backup doesn't go to your jetpack. It actually goes to your iCloud account, which is they're basically okay. telling you uh, this jetpack is your bridge to the Internet to do your updates because your phone won't do updates on your cellular because it's going to eat up too much data. But because your jetpack is seen as a device that's a data hog, they recommend that you connect to that. But it's still going to use a lot of data to do your backup. So I would I would definitely keep an eye on how much uh, data you're using. Oh, boy. OK, well, that makes that makes sense. Um um, thank you so much for your help. I love your show. Have a good day. And we appreciate the call from uh, Savannah this morning. Yeah, it is an interesting thing when it comes to backups, when it comes uh, to iOS updates, and, and I'm presuming the same with Android as well with some of the updates. They can be so large, they will not update when you're only on a cellular. So mm-hmm. if you're just out and about, it's only going to do that generally, like Jeremy was saying, when you're back home, when it's seeing your home Wi-Fi, um, in Ann's case, the, the MiFi. You know, seeing that and being able to go there because it presumes that a it's a faster connection and b it has less limitations. Um, I'm wondering with some of the 5G making it out there if we'll start seeing any of that change or at least becoming an option. But I don't know. All right, uh, just a couple more interesting statistics about cell phone use before we get out of here. We're about a minute and a half from the end of the show. More than half of smartphone owners never switch off their phone. How about that? Yeah, if mine didn't yeah, go I, dead I, from time to time, I wouldn't switch mine off. I don't okay, think I've ever really turned mine off to just turn it off. I mean, I may reboot it, but I don't think I've ever actually turned it off. I was I was at a client's house, and they're not really phone people, but they were uh, they were talking about their usage and all this, and I was like, "Well, what do you do at the end of the day?" And they're like, "We turn it off." And I just kind of like had a light bulb in my head, like, <laughs> yeah. "Wow, that's a great idea." <laughs> 71% usually sleep with or next to their mobile phones, and 40%, this is an alarming stat for me personally, 40% check their phones in the middle of the night. Mm. That's that's kind of a telltale of addiction to me. If you get up in the middle of the night, and instead of just you know going to the bathroom or getting a drink of water or whatever, you have to check your cell phone to see what's been going on. I, don't uh, know. I have to avoid it because I don't want to see the time. I don't want to know just how many That's minutes. I don't want to sit there and do math. Yeah, especially when you wake up like seven minutes, minutes before, before yeah. your alarm is about to go off. Oh, no. Yep. 
That's going to do it for us. Stay tuned. Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart is coming up next on MPB Think Radio.